how to get a raise without even asking. The information you are about to receive is top secret, meant for ladder-climbing carpenters in the business world. For your ears only, this is Dead Drop. Secrets of I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. A few weeks ago, my assistant Kathy asked for a raise. And that is Fernando Pajes Ruiz. I turned her down. El Jefe. She asked for this raise just after having successfully completed an important project for the company. And she felt secure that her good performance would persuade me. It didn't. Instead of a raise, I rewarded her good work with two days of paid vacation. Why would I do that? In answering this question, I'll give you some insight on how bosses think and how you may get a raise without even asking for it. Let's get started with why you need a raise. You need more money to make ends meet. I need more money to make ends meet. You may put in excellent work and, like my assistant Kathy, believe you're entitled to a reward. I do excellent work. I'm entitled to a reward. Perhaps you compare your paycheck with others in the company and feel you should make as much, or maybe that you should make more than others in a similar position. Those are all good reasons, right? All good reasons that never enter your boss's mind as justification to spend more money. Bosses view wages and salaries the same way that you see the cost of gasoline and groceries. I don't like them going up. You don't like gas prices going up, and if you can drive another block and buy gas for a nickel cheaper, you will. You're darn right I will. Looking for a raise because labor is tight is like oil companies raising gas prices during summer or lumberyards who raise prices during building booms. This may work when the price of lumber goes up in the market and the boss has no choice. But if he's got a choice, he's going to go where it's cheaper. And he's certainly not going to pay more for the studs and the plywood already installed. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, my assistant Kathy had already done the work she thought she should get a raise for. Why would I pay more retroactively? Since she did a good job, I gave her a tip. Two days. Three months later, or just last week, I told her I would give her a raise. Now, why would I do that? The company had just put her through real estate school. She will graduate with a broker's license at the end of this month. She will add value to the company and will be worth more money. So she didn't need to ask. I offered the raise because of what she will be doing for the company rather than what she did in the past. Now, sometimes you can get a raise just for asking for it, especially today that labor is such a challenge. If you want to go the unscrupulous lumberyard route. But your boss will remember that you forced his or her hand when you had the advantage, and it changes the relationship. That is what's called a career-limiting move. Every time the boss looks at you from now on, he or she sees a burden, a labor burden. For each dollar you get, the boss is paying about a buck fifty due to the regulatory costs added to your salary, such as taxes, unemployment, insurance, and workers' comp. You really don't want the boss to look at you and see a burden. You want the boss to look at you and see an asset. The boss wants to see nothing but assets and elbows. Speaking of elbows, one way to elbow a little more compensation is through a non-paycheck route. Ask the company to pick up on an expense that you now pay for. 
For example, maybe your cell phone plan. Gasoline allowance. Maybe tool maintenance. Maintenance on your truck. Maybe to make the truck payments while you work for the company. Those costs don't carry a labor burden. And when your boss looks at the phone bill, doesn't necessarily think of you. But when he pays the payroll and he notices that you're costing him a lot more than you used to, well, when he looks at you, he sees a burden. You may have noticed that new employees make more money than existing employees. This is usually because the boss is looking for something he or she does not already have in the labor force, such as specific experience or skills. Therefore, it pays to hone in and improve your skill set all the time. Gain computer skills if you don't have them. Learn a second language. Estoy aprendiendo a hablar español. Such as español. Poco a poco. Take continuing education classes on construction methods, such as advanced framing or maybe shallow foundation methods. Take the Home Builders Association courses, project management classes, and estimating. Become the new employee. Bring new skills to the company, and without asking for a raise, just move up the knowledge ladder. Because you get paid for what you do and what you know. Most likely your boss will notice and give you a new position with more responsibility and better pay. To put a label on it would be to call it a promotion. If your boss does not, your next boss will. When you join a smarter company as the highly paid new hire. My assistant Kathy enrolled herself in real estate school, attending classes five days a week from 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. for three months. Because she wanted to know more. Not only did I notice the effort, but the fact that she could likely take her broker's license after she graduates to another boss and make more money. Why lose a motivated and proven employee? She got the raise. Other employees have gotten raises by bringing in new business. In fact, Carlos, one of my low-level techs that I barely knew, is now area supervisor and a key employee because he brought us new business. When he did, he made the sale on his own time and he brought us the good news one Monday morning during the weekly meeting. He then handled the sale through contracting, he handled customer relations, he ran the job, and in the process, he let me see he had more skills and better aptitude than the fellow I had running project management. Guess who's no longer with the company? The other guy? And guess who now has the lead project manager's job with a commensurate salary? Carlos. You guessed correctly, Carlos. Well, to be fair, I am editing the tape, so I kind of knew that already. Carlos not only makes a better salary than he had, but he earns commissions when he sells us jobs. Instead of doing side work, he took some of those opportunities with friends and family, sold the job, not to himself, but for the company. He made that little sacrifice of bringing a job he may have taken for himself to the company as a way to show his skills, to get noticed. And he did. And it paid off. Because now, his situation is much better than it would have been if he'd done that little side job by himself. The easy way to get a raise? Boost your value and sell a, a better, better value, value equation to the boss. Kathy gets a better salary and we don't have to rely on outside realtors. She's a better value. The company saves money. Carlos gets a better salary for which he manages our projects and he also sells jobs, something his predecessor never did. The best way to get a raise is the old-fashioned way. Invest in your skills and knowledge, becoming more valuable. 
This way you will know that your wage is always based on what you're worth. Remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. This podcast is here to help you know more. If you like it, give it a thumbs up, a five-star review, and share it on Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, or however you reach out to your peeps. Dead Drop is a production of the SGC Horizon Media Network, and it will self-destruct in five seconds.